What's cool about issue two is that we pick up right after where issue one leaves off and uh, we start learning more about all the weird alien creatures that we've designed for this and uh, uh, some of them you haven't seen. We get to learn some more about who the Ultra Kids are and who they aren't. I'm Brett, and I am the artist co-creator of Starlight. So Starlight centers around two kids from Seattle. Um, both were former superheroes, but have now are just living normal lives as uh, EDM rave kids. For some reason, they get uh, kidnapped by some alien space pirates on behalf of some spider wizards. We start learning in issue two why all this is happening and uh, what their involvement is. Please check out our rewards. We've got some super fun stuff. Uh, if you missed out on issue one, don't worry. It's available in some of the packages that we have. Uh, we can't do this without you. Uh, the Kickstarter support has been everything. Uh, and thank you for supporting our quirky little comic. Appreciate it. Welcome, everybody, to the live stream of the Mike Seibert Radio podcast powered by Poddex. I am your host. And this week, as you can already see on the screen, see, I, I, I'm used to this podcasting thing where it's like I do this lengthy flowery intro where I casually introduce my guests and then they come onto the scene via audio. But video we're already here, so we can see that we've got a, a full house. We are chatting with the creators of the comic book Starlight, uh, and we're talking about the Kickstarter, the now successful uh, Kickstarter for issue number two. Uh, we're going to uh, – we talked to uh, Greg – and Travis about six months ago when the world was seemingly a very different place. Um, so what, uh, what I'd like to do is we're, we're going to talk about uh, where the project is for starlight, how things have been going and, and the, and there it is. <laughs> I didn't even get around to saying, and when the doorbell goes, Greg is going to have to run because he is super busy down at the retro emporium. So He's a. Uh, uh, do you need to run, Greg? That that doorbell is just the chime saying that people have walked in the door. If the doorbell that sounds like a house doorbell goes off, that's the oh no, I have to go because Anne is telling me that I have to be up front. <laughs> Stop talking to your friends and actually come help with the business that you're helping running. So yeah. just in just in case that doorbell does run, what what I would like to do to start off the show is let's go around the room because. 
every podcast, or in this case, live stream, is somebody's first show. So what I would like to do is start with uh, some introductions. Just uh, uh, introduce yourself to the folks and talk a little bit about what you do on the book. And since we're waiting for that doorbell to go, Greg, let's start with you. Why don't you talk about and and, and tell folks where you are also. All right. So uh, my name is Greg Smith. I'm one of the co-writers on Starlight, the, the Starlight series. And uh, I am in the back storeroom of the Retro Emporium. And it's a store that my wife and I own and run downtown Kent. Uh, it is uh, it's hopping on a Sunday, which is not normal. And that's why I scheduled uh, this with you all to be like I was like agreed to be here on this yeah, yeah. at two o'clock on the sun. It is never busy. We've had people lined up outside 15 deep uh, pretty much the last two days. And it is ridiculous because uh, you open up a, a, a music store in the back of an area that used to be an arcade. And, and there you go. Um, people want to come in and look at music. So um, yeah, but outside of that, uh, super excited to be able to talk about starlight because we've had uh, a, just a, ridiculous like wave of of awesome success on that, that first 24 hours what the heck happened there again it's just like just things just piling on top of each other all week like what's going on <laughs> absolutely and i think that's some of what we'll unpack as we go because it's it's been a roller coaster in terms of what you guys have been doing with starlight and with the project between the first kickstarter then the first Kickstarter for the second issue, and now this uh, this new uh, uh, revamped uh, Kickstarter for issue two, and it's just it, it's. I mean, even even on my side, watching things as they developed was <laughs> kind of crazy and kind of nerve wracking. I could only imagine what it's been uh, like for you guys. But let's uh, just in case uh, the doorbell does have to ring, let's uh, let's keep going around the horn, and let's uh, um, Travis. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself because it, it's interesting because now when when you and i first talked um it was all on audio and it again is so different and interesting seeing us all here on video i'm still trying to get used to it even though i've been doing this uh for uh the last few months but um yeah travis why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and 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 talk about uh your part in the book i'm travis <laughs> <laughs> no i got a mustache show anyways um uh, so uh, I'm one of the writers with Greg of Starlight, and I uh, I did the uh, like I'm the originator of the characters for Starlight. Uh, so uh, yeah, that's what I did for Starlight. I wrote Starlight with Greg. I originated some ideas with Brett, uh, and you know based on some crazy concepts. And then uh, we all did a kick. I don't know what else to add here. I write some horror and I do some screen doctoring or screenplay doctoring. So perfect, very good. Uh, just just a quick get to know you sesh, you know, because 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 again, you know, every every show is somebody's first show. Um, so, but let's uh, let's move on to the uh, bottom of the the Brady Bunch corner. And uh, Brett, when when we did the episode six months ago, uh, talking about the first issue of Starlight, uh, it was it was me and Travis and Greg, and we and we talked more about uh, Tiger King than than the book i think uh world was a different place but brett you didn't have the opportunity to join us so i i'm i'm really stoked to have you on with us now and to hear more about the uh you know what 
comic books really are is the art of the book and uh, and talk about it uh, from that angle. So, so Brett, if you wouldn't mind, uh, just uh, go ahead and introduce yourself and and tell us a little bit about uh, um, your part on the book. Uh, yeah, no problem. Uh, I'm Brett. I've uh, been making comics for 20 years now professionally. Mm. Uh, some some titles that people may be aware of, uh, like uh, the biggest one is probably Surrogates, which got turned into that Bruce Willis movie 10 years ago by Disney. Uh, also Southland Tales, uh, quite the cult classic now, and uh, I did the comic prequels for that, and I've, I've done comics for almost every comic company out there, but these days I've been appreciating more and more just kind of being able to do your own thing and very much a, a callback to when I first started in the late 90s, kind of doing the DIY self-printing thing, and, and that's come really around 360 into a much more viable uh platform than it was at the time then when you could just print a comic and hope that there were people that would buy it through diamond because that was basically the only way you could do things but now you have all these uh platforms to generate uh revenue and uh, get thing get things rolling in a way that uh you know you don't have to be dependent on a publisher to make happen Awesome. And, and, I, and I think that's kind of a, a bit of what we're going to talk about here and certainly what we talked about with the first issue of Starlight and how that book kind of came to be. So um, before we get into the Kickstarter for issue two, um, let's uh, let's do a, a very brief uh, rewind and let folks know that might be just jumping on the stream now. What is Starlight? What uh, what kind of comic book is it? Where where did it come from? And 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 where's it going? I'll just throw that out to anybody. You guys can fight over who wants. I always to wait for Greg because he usually goes in the sales pitch mode right there. Right. I was like, I was waiting for Travis because I was waiting for Travis because uh, Travis Travis had had it all written out the other day. <laughs> you did. I wrote out an answer for this. See, you had the answer. I had an answer. See, you oh, guys it's right have... here. It's right here. It's a comic book. Oh wait, no. That's yeah, that's right. It's a comic book. Uh, that's true you know you guys have had some practice on this now too. <laughs> it's a comic it's, it's you, got you guys character. have been making the pod rounds and it's, <laughs> it's been awesome i love it we we have we have notes to remind us how to answer questions correctly and i'm still like wait what, what is that comic about <laughs> Brett's like these guys uh i'll go first then sure uh it is a comic book which explores the idea of not becoming superheroes not getting that um that opportunity that was promised to you as your in your childhood, because these were two child superheroes. You know, they were uh, uh, kid superheroes. You know, teaming up with all the mainstream heroes. They were on TV. They had comic books about them. And then one day they said, uh, when they hit teenage life, they said, you don't get to be superheroes anymore. You don't get to mature and join, you know, like the Avengers or something. You don't get to mature and become some independent superhero that everybody likes. You you get all that taken away and you have to go to high school now. So Starlight really is about uh, actually three characters, right, who were promised uh, a better future. You know, the, just like all of us were. When we were in high school and you knew the guy that at your high school could play guitar really well and everyone thought he was going to be super famous someday. And then you, the guy that sat next to you thought he was going to be a famous writer and she was going to be a model. She had all these opportunities. And then 
all of you end up working at like Walmart, you know, and trying to get ends meet. Um, and so this explores that what happens to that with uh, with superheroes a little bit, right? And then uh, and then we just twisted it and threw transdimensional spider wizards and sp space pirate cats into the mix. Pirate cats. Yeah. So there's you know three characters. You have the uh, we three different ways to approach it, right? You have the two brother and sister superhero team. Uh, the sister got her superpowers at five. The brother got it at nine, and that creates two different environments for their transitional for their epic transition as a character. So uh, the little sister, her name is Sarah. She's very iconic now at this point. Um, <laughs> she always had superpowers. She can't remember life without having superpowers, right? You have the older brother who's nine. He can remember life before having superpowers, and he is a superhero fanboy. He he's gonna make it. You know, he is that kid who's going to be in Van Halen when he grew up. Right. You know? uh, and then you have Roger, who was this very respectable journalist who ends up getting thrown into the mix, who had a promising career. He, you know, he'd been with all the big networks and now he's making YouTube videos, you know, on conspiracy theories and stuff. And so his promise is gone, too. You know, he never got that anchor desk job. And we take these three characters and throw them into the, you know, craziness of transdimensional, transdimensional spider wizards and space pirate cats so there you go that's starlight i, that, I love right? it yeah I, I i talked about this a, a few months ago the last time we were on but it's like that that's still the pitch you know, <laughs> with the, the trans-dimensional spider wizards and the uh um uh the the, the cat pirates it's it's yeah. it's too much i love it and i i really enjoyed the first issue um we had you guys on the podcast uh six months ago to talk about the kickstarter for that that successfully uh funded the books came out and and life was great and uh, um, and now we're at a time where we have uh, successfully funded issue two. So uh, we're going to kind of jump around a little bit. But what I what I would like to talk about next is let's talk about the Kickstarter for issue two and kind of what the response has been. And um, yeah, just just kind of like the the response to the the new Kickstarter, and just kind of uh, uh, where we're at with the uh, Kickstarter for issue two. Greg, yeah, I mean, like if anybody's been following along, uh, we we did launch a Kickstarter for issue two prior to the the successful one, and uh, that one, yeah, Travis like, oh no, not that one. We don't talk about that one. Uh, but See, I was kind of trying to dance around. I, I, I noticed that because, like, he's dancing around the first Kickstarter for issue two, which might be good to mention just because it's really yeah. interesting to learn about. Exactly. It, I didn't want to not talk about, but yeah, I just, yeah, I wanted to kind of focus on, you know, what's here and what's current and then kind of backfill that, that info, but, but go ahead, Greg, the floor is yours. You, you have the conch. Well, no, but I mean, it's important to, to, to take a look at that because if you don't take a look at, if you don't take a look at the, the, uh, the, the Kickstarter that, that launched, that didn't, that didn't fully fund, then we wouldn't have the Kickstarter that we launched just a week ago that did fully fund and sure. we wouldn't have the success that we had out of i'm not going to say a failure but out of a learning experience like brett said we learned so much and we we're able to take all those things and uh the team uh really pivoted all those things i know travis had a lot of sleepless nights in which he was uh reworking different things and and messaging at weird hours how does this look 
how does how can you know will this work and i was like dude i'm sleeping man i gotta go to i gotta go work tomorrow <laughs> but yeah. but we, we we worked through a lot of stuff and figured out like how we could really uh maximize that there's like all those algorithms that travis was tracking down and trying to figure out like how things were going to really really work he's crunching all the numbers down and and really getting it down to a what what we set out for our first goal in that in that last kickstarter and what we set out for this this goal uh we're we're able to really maximize bringing across all those stargazers all our stargazers from book one book in and the, the launch of uh kickstarter 2 to 2.0 yeah, 2.5 yeah 2.5 yeah 2.5 yeah yeah and, and yeah, yeah but but to bring them along and, and make it actually you know fully function and fully work because we we crushed that goal like in ridiculous amount of time that we didn't we really honestly as a team were not not thinking was going to happen i know i woke up the next morning and was like what happened in the middle of the night it well we, it we went were definitely from, hoping for the best on that one like yeah. i mean having done the one and then seeing it not succeed and, and kind of getting some really hard lessons on how some of the algorithms work on facebook and how new cycles can can really uh you know, provide challenges and stuff that uh, that we we learned enough doing it and having failed that we were able to figure out how to make it much better this time around and not end up with some of the some of the compounding problems that we ended up with the first one. It, it almost was like dominoes. Once you had the one thing kind of going wrong, like it, it added to all the others. And so, if you don't get off on the right foot on on a Kickstarter, it's it's uh, it can sometimes be challenging to recover. So getting out of the gate on this one really hard, and, and so many people came back uh, after having done uh, the the first time, and and just uh, you know believed in our project enough to give it a go a second time, and and uh, we we blew past what we did on the first time around in in less than 24 hours. So we did it in like a month last time we did in 24 hours this time so i mean that was obviously like uh, what we were hoping for the first time we tried this but uh you know now now we're on uh, on a on a good path awesome oh sorry go ahead well, I, say, I can give a little context uh, context to your listeners because i was listening to what we were all saying and i think we should give some context real quick to what that yeah. means which is our yeah, very first yep. kickstarter uh hit ten thousand in in a month which is unheard of for most new comic books you know most people hit around 2000 or so uh who are doing these little independent floppies so us hitting 10,000, right we're like yes success we know how to do this we are going to hit it out of the park now we have all this it's almost an allegory really for uh for starlight right because you know here we are we're early on we have all the success now there's a promise that we are going to have a successful series of kickstarters through issue seven, because there's only seven issues to Starlight, right? And we're just gonna hit it out of the park every time. We just have to reuse that formula. So we had all this promise. We did everything exactly the same for issue two, and it bombed. I mean, it bombed pretty damn bad, you know? And it, it flatlined on the second day and just held a flatline for like two, three weeks. And that was painful to go through. And we had to reach back and go, okay, well, you know, there was a lot of things we had to learn as they were just discussing. So just, I wanted to give some context that the lesson there really was we thought we knew what we were doing after such success with issue one. And we had to really come back and rethink everything after issue two. 
And I'd just like to note that that has a, our success also has a lot to do with the Kickstarter community. Other mm -hmm. creators joined us and helped us and taught us every trick they could think of to figure out how to do this again. So, you know, Kickstarter community and comics is amazing right now. Just shout out to all the creators on Kickstarter right now. Yeah, well, and, and that was uh, that was part of the reason why I wanted to get a little granular on this stuff because I I, I know a lot of folks that that listen to and watch my show are creators in some way. You know, they'll, they'll be uh, comic creators or podcasters or so you know, folks that that use the Kickstarter platform. I, I think I think there's lessons to be extracted uh, from. Uh, your experience first for the the massively successful Kickstarter for issue one, uh, uh, like you had just talked about, and then the not successful Kickstarter, first Kickstarter for issue two, and then now coming back to this new relaunched Kickstarter for issue two that, that's been an, an unstoppable juggernaut, I think even more so than the Kickstarter for issue one. And I, 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 I guess the thing I, w I was going to ask, and I think we've touched on this um, a bit already, the, the umbrella question is, what happened? But I think, I think, part, I, I think part of it, and, and we talked about this six months ago, is like um, uh, you had the, the hard date set for the launch of issue one, uh, Kickstarter, and we were like in the, in the very early days of of the covid and the pandemic and and the quarantine and um you know we we didn't know what the world was going to be like i think i even uh made a, a smart aleck comment just like oh hey you know you picked a heck of a time to do a, a kickstarter for for a book and it, it seems like that as this journey has gone on the world has continued to change and it seems that that's um, it, it seems like the the uh, um, campaign for the book has changed along with the world. So I guess one, what happened, and then what what um, you know how how do we get to the success that we have that we're talking about today? That's a well, lot to unpack. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> when we watched the first one, uh, we went back and forth all uh, like up until we launched it like is this the right time is this just gonna be you know is this gonna go nowhere because we just didn't know what was gonna happen how 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 people were going to be interested in even buying comics whether they could like i mean we just didn't know what to expect and so we went into that one i'd only done one other kickstarter uh, i did with a friend of mine the year before and that one had been pretty successful so i just took a lot of the knowledge that I gained from that one and, and put it over into ours uh, when we launched this one. And we were just like, you know, let's give this a shot. You know, what, what's the worst could, that could happen? If, if nobody wants right. it, nobody wants it, That you know, and that's that's what it is. But we, uh, we were lucky enough that there weren't like a lot of other Kickstarters going on, Kickstarter comics going on at the time. And so, you know, people just... Uh, we're into it enough that we we had a a, a a successful time replicating what I'd already done with uh, One Fall the year before, right? Uh, but when we launched the second one, we we were unaware that some of the things that provided the success with the first one had changed. Uh, Facebook had 
largely changed their algorithm for how uh, reach was concerned. And they, they were honestly like one of the things that made the first one so successful was was uh, Facebook. And then all of a sudden that wasn't working anymore and nobody was seeing anything we were doing because of the changed algorithm. And so that was providing challenge that we didn't even know we were we were up against until halfway through the Kickstarter. And we're like, oh, this is what's going on. Like, And as soon as we fixed that, things got better, but it was too late in the process to really to, to really gain any traction back. And when it failed, it was, it was honestly like probably a good thing uh, because then we were able to kind of take in the new information and process it and then come back with uh, a better plan. That was spot on. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And, you know, like we, we talked already that, you know, the, the world's like, like uh, Brett, like you said, you know, uh, I, I think you guys hit at, at a, a unintentionally fortuitous time where folks were like, oh, hey, I, I'm, I'm getting ready to be stuck at home. And I, I think when the first Kickstarter for issue two came, it was like, you know, we, we I, I think folks had kind of gotten their 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 Rona footing a little bit where like, you know, we had kind of tricked ourselves into thinking that things were kind of back to normal. So the things that, you know, caught our interest, uh, you know, three, four months prior um, may not have uh, this time around. And I think now with the uh, the relaunch of the Kickstarter for issue two, we're kind of back in that spot where it's like, Oh yeah, that thing that, that I was interested in six months ago, it's super dope. And I, I'm, I'm in a, I'm in a spot both uh, uh, creatively and financially where I'm, I, I'm excited and able to uh, support this again. So I, 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 again, I, I'm, I'm super happy for uh, your your uh, almost instant success I mean funded in 24 hours uh, congratulations guys that that's uh, that, that's incredible now am, am I understanding this correctly that you guys figured out how to beat the algorithm is that is that that we're talking about here with the, the, the success no. <laughs> we, we definitely didn't learn how to beat it but we learned how not to completely fall on your face on it oh, yeah, that, was, okay. that was the big takeaway from it was uh was uh, was that one but you know uh the amount of 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 balls in the air that you have to keep track of when kind of putting together one of these things whether it's like figuring out how to even do advertising or just getting the word out to people that this yeah. is a thing that's happening. Like it's a constant challenge and like big companies have lots of people in place to like do these things. And we're just like trying to figure this out ourselves. And, and, it, you know, we, you know, so, some, some things work out really well, but you know, we, we did, we definitely have learned, uh, learned some things not to do and, Hopefully, going forward, we won't make any more of those mistakes. But, <laughs> you know, that's just part of being like a new publisher and stuff, and something not none of us have done before. I mean, I've always, I've always just been a, a creative working with publishers and letting them handle a lot of that, and that like free frees yourself up to do a lot of things. But you have to give publishers a lot in order to work with them. Usually, you know, uh, a lot of the rights to the to the characters uh, a lot of uh uh freedom in in what you want to actually make and so you know the fact that we can do this on our own 
is uh, is great. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I'm leaving all this in in the podcast, by the way, just so we can see how <laughs> how busy things are down at the Retro Emporium in Kent. You need to go. It uh, it, it smells like Fruit Loops. The store's awesome. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I just I, I throw those plugs in where I can. Hey, Mike. Yes. Real quick, do you mind if we address Nick Lindsay here? Just because the first questions come up real quick. Absolutely, yes. I, I'm just going to hit it real quick. So yeah. uh, Nick's asking, uh, think anyone will confuse your comic Starlight with Amazon's TV show, The Boy Starlight Character? Uh, no. Um, Starlight is a character in The Boys. And yes, that w- it was a consideration immediately when we saw The Boys that actually made a TV show, which is cool. But we don't have a character named Starlight in Starlight. It's unrelated to a character. So that's important to know. Uh, there's no blonde chick with the outfit issues in starlight so right no we don't think there will be and if there is that's just something that happens because you know words are the same i mean if they do get confused they they they're welcome to like enjoy our comic too yeah yeah you, they should read it and see there you go yeah. there you yeah. go see they, there's the answer yeah, there over. <laughs> but fine. yeah i think they spell it differently too i think they actually use the correct spelling and ours is incorrectly spelled because of a point yeah the title means something Right. And, and I was, I was going to bring that up because like, I, I remember when Greg told me about the book, uh, before six months ago, when we did the first podcast before the Kickstarter launched, you know, I, I started looking, I'm like, wait a minute, there's other projects called Starlight, but with the other spelling. So I, I think having that unique spelling already kind of sets you guys apart. Yeah. Yeah. So um, from there, so like, you know, I, I, I want to get into kind of where we go from here, because like now we have, um, you know, issue one is done. Um, issue two is coming, uh, but it is uh, a seven issue series. So it sounds like perhaps this is um I, I guess I guess later on I, I want I'm tossing it out there now so we can kind of think about it as we go. But um I, I want to kind of talk about where we go from here, like what uh the future Kickstarters will be, kind of what mm-hmm. how how this project appro- approaches completion and how that goes from there. So I'll, I'll let you guys think on that for, uh, for a couple minutes, but I do want to, I do want to kind of turn our attention to what's actually within the ongoing campaign for issue two, because as of, as of this live stream uh, on Sunday afternoon of the 18th, you still got 24 days to go. Uh, so the, the, the campaign for uh, issues one and two of Starlight goes through Thursday, November 12th. So there's still a lot of daylight between now. Now, obviously, um, you've successfully funded. Uh, you have 160 backers, 24 days to go. But um, what I thought we would talk about now is kind of the um, the uh, I almost called it awards. Thanks, Greg. (laughs) (laughs) See, it's stuck now. And, and, you know, I, I I gotta, I, I full disclosure. I, I have since done other (laughs) interviews like this with other folks uh, doing Kickstarters and inevitably somewhere within there, I'll be like, Oh, well, let's talk about the award packages. Pause, pause, pause. 
you, you mean the you mean the 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 incentives? What what are you? Oh yes, yeah, you know the 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 uh, rewards that you get for uh, Kickstarter backers. So basically, like if you want the book, this is how you get it. You know, you uh, you support it through a Kickstarter. So even though it's successfully funded, it's a book that will happen. This is the only place uh, where you can get it uh, for now. And but yeah, I just uh, um, thought we would spend a little bit of time talking about. Oh, I selected that that tier. That is no longer available. <laughs> it's uh, Which tier? I, I um, I I, oh, I went I, I went for the uh the variant bundle because I I need uh. I need that variant cover in my life, <laughs> um, so yeah I just happened to have the the Kickstarter up on my other screen here so I was getting distracted by uh scrolling down, but um but you have various uh tiers to the Kickstarter, uh, and some of them include various versions of the book, um unless we want to necessarily go through. Um, every available tier. Uh, do we just kind of want to talk about the highlights of some of the things that are available in this particular Kickstarter? Oh, I see Brett has got the yeah. physical copy of issue one. I, I have one of those on my shelf and it's autographed. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but I happen to know the, the creators of the book. So I was able to I was able to to get the hookup on that. So uh but yeah, no, I I guess in broad strokes, let, let's talk about what uh what folks can get when they back the project. Well, I mean the easiest reward uh re see I said it right, reward. <laughs> Uh, it's probably the, you know, for people just getting involved with Starlight is the is the Raver Redo Pack, which is, you know, issue one and issue two together physically. It's like $24. It gets you right in. It gets you both the base covers, you know. And then for return people who are interested, uh, you know, we have a couple of variant covers. Um, actually, why don't Brett and Greg talk about the variant covers and we'll come back around and talk about the rewards that come with those. All right. So, Brett, you can do pencils. Greg, you want to do Jenna? All right. This is awesome. Now I can be quiet and just stare at the screen and make faces. I love it. Brett, Wait, pencil. <laughs> go. Uh, <laughs> go. So, uh, one of the things we're offering uh, that we've never done, and one of the things that I've always liked since forever is, uh, you know, sketchbooks. And so I decided one of the things that I was going to do was uh, – do a whole complete issue. So it's going to be issue two, but instead of like fully finished color art in it, it's going to be replaced by all of the original pencils from that issue. So it's going to be a complete behind the scenes look at how all the pages started, uh, like the starting point for all of them, all the sketch work that you know went into like the final art. And you can compare uh, the, the final art to uh, the pencils in Maybe maybe somebody learned something from it. Maybe it's just like some fun that uh, you know to see the process behind things. Because I'm I'm a big fan of uh, DVD extras and yeah, you know all the process stuff that goes into making things. Sometimes more so than the actual finished product. But you know I thought it'd be a, a fun a fun product to put with it. Very cool. This Kickstarter totally has i mean there's so much room in this kickstarter to put so many different variants and other things this baby's got it all i'm telling you we got a little bit of this a little bit of that um so with brett's pencils and and all the different different versions and stuff like that you've got a variant cover 
uh, Jenna Ayub has provided for us. It is uh, in her cutesy artsy style that she you can see in the um, uh, Adventures of Gumball, Adventure Time, uh, or the Amazing Gumball Adventures of Adventure Time, uh, that kind of thing that she's that she's known for. And uh, she did a really cool variant of Sarah with some some things in the background when you look at the cover. So it's kind of it, uh, it's it's kind of fun to look at and and neat. So and it's a departure a little bit from her from her other stuff because of this character. So it's kind of cool. Um, we've got that and uh, it's it it's our last the the last Kickstarter we didn't have a variant cover and this one we did so awesome. we got all these all these other variant things that are you know like all these other things that are added in here so as we move through all of our yeah oh. and one of the things I want to note that uh, that we do that we managed to do is all uh, Travis and Greg are in the Seattle area and I'm in the Portland area and we've managed to uh, make all of our stuff locally. Like all the comics are printed right down the street from me. Go pick those up and all the prints are made locally. And, uh, and so, and so we, we've, uh, we're, we're very proud to offer something that is basically homemade, you know, in our, in our, in our areas and, you know, that we didn't have to outsource somewhere to, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a truly independent book, which I think appeals to a lot of folks. It's Northwest Fresh. It's Northwest Fresh. You know, on that note, both those variants are reward levels at $30. So there's a pencil reward level that includes the pencil cover, a regular cover, right? The digitals, a pinup for $30, or the Genaiu cover, right? With the Jenna cover, the regular cover, and a pinup. But there's also a $49 level, which includes all the covers. Mm-hmm. And I think let me just let me double read something real quick on that $49 level. But I think if I am correct, I'm going to read it. I'm just going to verify I'm right. That's all the reward levels. The one thing we yeah. add uh, that we have on this Kickstarter that we should bring up is you can add things out of other rewards after you click your reward. So if you pick up all the variant covers, but you still need an issue one, you can add an issue one to that to that package. Or add an extra copy of something. Right. Oh my god. Got a friend you want to give a copy to yeah. You know, uh we have a reward level with some mini prints from Brett, but you can also just pick up one of the mini prints with any of the other uh packages. What the mini prints look like? Oh, they're very nice. Yeah, you know, they're on pretty sturdy uh, postcard paper. So, you know, this is the first time Kickstarter started to offer this. Now, it's a little confusing. Everyone who's offering add-ons right now, you have to go through a process to be, uh, a, a, you know, a, a creator that can use add-ons. And then figuring out how to use the add-ons has been a challenge for all of us. We've all been communicating, you know, in the back. <laughs> how, did, how did you do this? How did you do that? So. <laughs> so so you guys have kind of become like unintentional veterans of the uh of the kickstarter wars i i, I you, you've you've gained a lot of xp a lot of experience in a very short amount of time and and i and i think it's rad because like as as myself somebody who's uh supported several uh kickstarter campaigns it, it's cool to see it as a platform Kickstarter, I mean, uh, grow and develop to meet creators needs. Like, uh, like Brett, what you were saying, like with, uh, just, you know, additional copies, like I've, I I've backed musicians where it's like, well, 
yeah, but I, I, I'm, I'm a backer, but I'd kind of like to get another copy also. Can I just can I just add another copy? I'll gladly pay for it, but I don't want to necessarily create a new email address and back the campaign that way. It's like just 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 uh, just let me get another copy. So so I, I'm glad that that functionality is starting to to come in and, and make things easier, um, especially where you're on issue two of an ongoing series where there's already an issue one having that that a la carte kind of kicker with issue one like oh i'm just now discovering this project oh and there's a whole nother issue that i can get out in on i'll just i just add that to my cart and get caught up and i think i think that's really what for my observation i think that's one of the things that's been kind of key to the uh, uh success of this kickstarter yeah for sure for sure um let's see so oh somebody was got uh you can expect we have uh was it six more five more issues to do after this mm -hmm. and you can expect a lot more variants from other artists mm -hmm. uh we've been talking to our friends we're probably going to go variant crazy in the next you know five issues just yeah. just crazy the stuff we have lined up blow your mind oh I see Brett laughing. Brett knows what I'm talking about. No, we, we've got some interesting uh, things in the works with, uh, you know, uh, I've got a collaboration with an artist that I, I, I like that's very different style from mine that uh, might be the variant on the next issue. And, you know, just it, some really interesting, uh, interesting things. Mm -hmm. Very cool. And and I guess from there, that that's a that's a great segue into uh, uh, talking about what the future of the starlight project is and where we go so like i i don't know a whole lot about kickstarter but like one thing i i'm seeing is that you know um oh i don't have a percentage uh in front of me i was looking for the percentage of funded you know it's like it's it's over 100 percent, and with 24 days still to go and all of these cool opportunities that that we were talking about for folks to get the book and the cool variants and all of the rewards, awards. Um, awards. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I I was. Uh, um, what happens to that that uh, fundage? Does that kind of go forward to the next campaign, or? Um, I, I don't know if I'm phrasing it very well, but basically you uh, um, set out for a specific goal for this project and you've beat and exceeded that. Does that influence uh, perhaps uh, future goals for future Kickstarters for future issues? Yes. And I'm going to say something that the guys are going to, one of the reasons we are able to hit it out of the park is uh, I have a better understanding of how to do the funding and so, yes, some of the money when we go over is going to go to help make sure that we can continue to keep a low goal profile, right? Um, the goal profile is now set at a, a much lower amount. Uh, it's very tight at the goal, right? And so now when we get funding over that goal, right, we can keep our next goal at that same tight level and hope to expand from there. Right. That's something we weren't taking advantage of in the first Kickstarter. We were just like, oh, just do everything the same. It's going to be awesome. But now we're like, okay, this is the absolute amount we need. Everything over that helps make sure we can continue to do this as that absolute amount. Got it. That's you perfectly articulated what what I thought I was trying to stumble around and tried to ask, um, because, yeah, you know, with uh, with going from issue one to issue two, it, yeah, it was basically almost like a, like a copy and paste thing. And, and 
I, I, I like that when you came back with the uh, revamped Kickstarter for issue two, you know, it was uh, it, it was a lower goal. And it's the one of the things that that I think fans like is buying into the enthusiasm when things are going well. And yeah. and we want to participate uh, when, when things are going well and it's all very exciting and we we've got you guys doing uh doing stupid human tricks and doing horrible horrible things to oh. to yourselves and so in fact I, <laughs> and, and that's where I want to go next so like uh, Greg I noticed that yeah. you have um you have a, a nice woolen cap on um how uh how, how come you wearing that cap oh what because happened? uh like I don't have any hair anymore. Because I, I shaved my head when we hit the goal in 24 hours. And uh, also, I don't have any eyebrows. So people keep coming into the store looking at me uh, when they see my glasses slide down. I have these like old man eye eyeglass catchers. Sure. And uh, the glasses slide down and they look like, what's your eyebrows? <laughs> and uh, um, yeah, my, my grandma wasn't a fan. My grandma lives with us. She's 89 mm-hmm. this year. So yeah, I was like, yeah, she just turned 89 like a week ago. Uh, she's 89 and uh, she does not like this bald head. She was liking the fact that it was growing out. It looked, looked like normal. Uh, <laughs> oh, <front>. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, that and, uh, and, uh, the, the, the chicken experience was not something that I, uh, want to redo again. Um, some stargazers dropped off at the shop here. Uh, some local stargazers dropped off a, a can of chicken, um, canned chicken for us, uh, for, for me to, to ingest, uh, and, uh, as a food challenge. Cause in the last Kickstarter, I was doing all sorts of crazy food challenges to try to get us up, up, up and away pat to our to, to our goal and uh this one i i just offered up like a if we get this i'll do this and i didn't know what i was getting myself into uh-huh. that thing was disgusting it smelled up my whole entire house uh i smelled it coming off my body for two days uh because it was just it just it once it's in you it's in you and uh it, it was that on a t-shirt yeah, once it's in you, it's in you. And and the 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 chicken comes compacted inside of the can, inside like, like a gelatin um, stuff. And uh, when you open it up, and and anybody that watched the video, it just poured out, and it was just like this this can of chicken goo and jelly, almost like uh, if you've seen the movie Ghostbusters, uh, if if Slimer had eaten a, a whole chicken and then processed that chicken and pushed it out. Yeah, uh, yeah, his backside, uh, and then I was to eat this chicken. That's what it was like uh, because it was it was the slimiest, uh, not coolest, uh, grossest thing uh, I've had in a while. And I can only imagine uh, as we have more challenges coming up. This is not the the it, it was the first and not the last of of a few. I understand, and th- and that's why I wanted to get into a little bit because I I'm glad 
actually, that that I've caught you guys at this stage of the campaign, <laughs> as opposed to because of scheduling or whatever, I wasn't able to get in on that on that first wave, like uh, like like my dude Steve Strout and and some of the other uh, uh, cool podcasters that you guys have been. I mean, you guys have been making the rounds, and and I love it. It's it's a uh, uh, fantastic just being able to uh, kind of get the word out there. But I, you know, we were already scheduling when the Kickstarter launched, and then I saw that it funded in 24 hours. And I'm like, oh, well, um, I, I, I guess our interview is just going to kind of, it's going to be less like, hey, man, you got to back this project because it's so cool and these guys are awesome and, and, and support independent stuff. And, and now it's, it's kind of more of a victory lap. Like, oh, by the way, this is the only way you can get the book. But now we have the perspective of having done some of these uh, uh, stunts and, and, and telling some of these stories and talking about uh, some of the uh, things that might be coming up. Like, like for example, like, uh, like when you guys did the, the first uh, launch video, the, the first live video, I was like, I, I was watching, watching you guys in the video. I was like, oh. Rave King's hair is getting long again. It done grow back after the, <laughs> it's amazing when you give somebody six months to, to grow their hair. Well, back. The, uh, I, I'm, 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 I'm weary of shaving my head again for a couple of reasons. The main one, so I don't know if you watched the last time I shaved my head on video, I discovered I had a giant cyst on my head. <laughs> I didn't know it was there, and that kind of freaked me out about shaving my head again. So we did something completely different this time, which I'm being really quiet and high, trying to hide right now. Oh, it yes. was a great video. <laughs> <laughs> Should we talk about it? Tell me my more. Grandma loved it. Your grandma watched. <laughs> your G-mom watched me be crazy. Well, she was uh, like, "When's when's when's he gonna when's he gonna put on makeup?" When she kept asking. <laughs> All right, so uh, I put on makeup live. <laughs> I did not do it myself. Uh, I'm trying to be uh, – I'm not real good about my personal life, so my girlfriend's like, I should put on your makeup for you because uh, you don't need to do it. And I'm like, you don't really tell anyone I have a girlfriend. So that – I'm trying to get better about it. She's really working on me because the Rave King thing, you know, from that past, uh, anytime you're dating anyone, it's it's just drama for the whole scene. So I'm my whole life because of that. I've always been like, no, nobody gets to know who I'm dating ever, never again. No one knows. You know, don't hold my hand in public. No, I'm kidding. Anyways, um, and she's like, no, no, I'll put on your makeup. You can tell you're, you got to do this. So, so just to note, that video was a very scary video for me. Not only because I was putting on makeup, but it was the first time I was exposing some of my personal life in video. Something I'm trying to you know work through in life. Yeah. And um, yeah, I put on makeup, kept my mustache, and then I sang karaoke for an hour. And drank a lot of vodka. <laughs> so, you know, vodka. it was amazing. I sang some Queen. I sang some, did I sing ABBA this time? I don't remember. Yes. Uh, to be honest, it was a little I, bit I of a blur. Uh, I don't even um, remember going to bed. Like, oh, my gosh. I, I want to say, you sang, uh, oh, man, you sang, uh, what did you, you sang some Rick Ashley. Oh, yeah. And uh, you sang, oh, what is that? Um, oh. I'm trying to think that that it as soon as as soon as I say it, it'll it'll get stuck in my head again because it was stuck in my head like for 24 hours. It was the one you sang the last song, like uh, touching the the oh man. Was it Queen? No, it wasn't Queen. It was uh oh 
Well, we'll find there's a video. We can look it up. Yeah, I was, I was yeah, gonna, yeah, oh, yeah. You, you, know. you doing Neil Diamond over there, a little sweet Caroline, you know, touching oh, me. Oh, touching oh my up. gosh. <laughs> we missed out. See, Wait, did, why didn't you do well, that? That's got to be the next video. I don't know if you guys know I can't sing. <laughs> And so, uh, oh, you can sing. You can sing. It was great. Uh, yeah. And then and then we got a Britney Spears song I'd never heard in my life. So I had no idea what was happening. Yeah. Oh, my that gosh. Look at my camera's out of control. <laughs> it, it's like we're taking a journey with you. It's an adventure. I love it. Well, I flipped a coin over who was getting what room because uh, me and uh, Amberly have uh, both uh, things going on at the same time right now. Sure. And I lost. So I'm in the bedroom. And this is the only place to sit. So Got like, it. Live video, great. Check out this bed back. Bed, <laughs> board. Headboard, yeah. Uh, okay. That's funny, you know. And and sitting on a bed can be comfortable for a while, but that that definitely has an expiration date to it too. It's like I've I've tried to like sit and like read comics and stuff like that, like like I did when I was a kid, and yeah. um, that doesn't work when when you're a grown ass man. It just it is not the same. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so so it sounds like there's been some uh, really cool, uh, uh, thrilling stunts. But um, I, I know I know Greg likes to throw various things out there on the social medias. You've talked about other stunts. Um, yeah, <laughs> other stunts. Yes, um, we have we we have uh, we have something coming up. Uh, a date has not been locked in as of yet, but uh, variant cover artist Jenna Ayub and myself are going to be doing a live uh, food challenge. We are we are setting the menu, uh, agreeing upon foods to be eaten and shown live. She and I will be eating. Uh, it's going to be weird. It's going to be gross. Uh, also, she is. Uh, um, we there was there was a couple we we had to go through a little bit of a list of of no's and a couple of maybes so okay. uh and 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 she was like well i would do this because you know whatever and i said like, no i'm not gonna make you eat that but there's definite no's no insects and i was like well but i mean like the, i'm just joking it's not <laughs> we're not we're not gonna go like you know uh survivor fear factor or anything like that and some, oh my i mean i might but i mean <laughs> but that's normal because i mean you go to a mariners game you eat like crickets that, yeah that them i mean they're, they're fine <laughs> travis is like what yeah <laughs> they have cricket but, mariners um, games back well i mean back when you could yeah. do that kind of thing yeah <laughs> it's easy to forget it's like wait a minute there there ain't no mariners games now i mean i mean baseball is pretty much over for uh for us here in seattle yeah. but uh but even before then yeah Anyway, yeah. I, I I trampled all over that and just made it even worse. But yeah, no, they they had a was it like deep fried crickets and they were, like, had some kind of like mm-hmm. kind of like curry yeah. powder or, or some uh, cayenne powder I think or some such like that. It's yeah it, yeah I, I I I watch I watch like some of the TV news people I I occasionally work with eat some of those when that when they first rolled them out at the at the park and they they didn't look good. But um anyway, so it's normal so. So Brett, mm-hmm. how how have you avoided these uh these stupid human tricks that your uh co-creators uh seem to have uh um found themselves in? Uh it, it seems to be you're the sane one of the group. Uh well, I don't know. I don't know if I'm the sane one, but uh you know, I I do have to make the book, so that I <laughs> I spend my time focusing on all of that stuff. Uh which is which is a lot, but I'm also like 
really squeamish about weird foods and things. <laughs> and like, I, I, you know, if you're good at that thing, like, I, I mean, I, I watch the Fear Factor stuff. Sure. I'm like, no way. <laughs> See, I, I'm with you on that, Brett. I, I, I get really, uh, I, I get the, the tummy tumbles when it, whenever I'm watching like Survivor and they got to eat like bugs and stuff like that. It's not, not my favoriteest thing. Um, so I, I tell you what, guys, th- this has been a whole lot of fun, you know, talking about kind of where where Starlight kind of uh, started and where we're at now and where we're going. And we are chatting with Travis and Greg and Brett, the creators of the Starlight comic that is available now out on Kickstarter. Um, there's uh, there's still 20 plus days left to back the project. Uh, the, the campaign goes until Thursday, uh, November 12th. It's the only way you can get the book. Uh, you can get cool uh, reward packages, variant covers, and I'm not doing it this time. I'm not doing it this time because um, I'm trying to do the thing. But yeah, if you want to hear, uh, if you want to learn more about former childhood uh, child, one more time, uh, if you want to learn about former child superheroes kidnapped by uh, transdimensional space wizards and space pirate cats, uh, then you got to check out uh, starlightkickstarter.com and check the book out. Uh, guys, this has been an absolute blast uh, catching up and, you know, kind of learning uh, some object lessons in the, in the crowdfunding uh, 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 space. And I wish you all the best of luck as, uh, as you go forward. Uh, before we part ways for now, I have uh, I've, I've been um, uh, fidgeting with uh, with some of my Poddex cards. I have um, I have uh, some selections from the Would You Rather deck, oh. and uh, and folks that uh, that have been following the podcast know that Mike Cybert Radio is powered by Poddex. If you want to uh, get uh, these uh, cool conversation starting uh, um, uh, decks of cards, head over to poddex.com and use my discount code MSRP10 to receive ten percent off your uh, first order but i thought since i had you guys here and we're having we're having a lot of fun on the live stream i had to ask you some of these uh would you rather so uh let me uh let me do one more shuffle because i've been uh um kind of futzing with them here all right we'll do one of those i need to figure out how to get my laptop angle to angle lower so we could actually see me doing like close-up magic and and things like that but all right so (laughs) <laughs> all right i'm still here let's off the top uh would you rather your voice sound like gilbert godfried or fran drescher would you rather let's uh let's uh let's uh let's just go uh um clockwise my clockwise let's start with brett would you rather your voice sound like gilbert godfried or fran drescher hmm uh- <laughs> Both are terribly. He, he, not, he is a, not a good uh, choice between either, really. But you're going to annoy people one way or the other. Yes, I'll How go, Fran. Why not? All right. So, so Brett's going with the nanny. How about you, Greg? Oh man, uh, I many many nights up all night with Gilbert Godfrey. So and uh, and you know tea bags uh, going going wee wee in your water. Uh, so yeah. Um, Gilbert Godfrey. Oh man, I'm gonna go Fran Dresser, and I've become a stand-up comedian. 
because nobody would believe a guy that looks like me sounds like her. I wouldn't even have to tell jokes. I would just talk on stage with her voice. Smart. That money. That's a writer's answer right there. Very good. That's very smart. All right. So let's see. Uh, would you rather? Um, would you rather spike the punch or Xerox your butt at the next office party? Office parties? What? I mean, we're all working from home now. That's not even a thing anymore. So uh, let's let's go the other direction this time. Let's start. Let's start with Travis. Would you rather spike the punch or Xerox your butt at the next office party? You know, I, I read recently that spiking the punch is now a criminal act and you can go to jail for it. So I would definitely spike the punch. <laughs> It'd just be a cool story. You know, like, hey, I went to jail because I got my whole office wasted. It was great. <laughs> How about you, Greg? You think you hmm. can beat that? Uh, I, you know, I was thinking like I, I thought I was thinking that the, the criminal offense would be Xeroxing your butt. And I, I was, I was like, I don't want to do that because I don't want to, I don't want to have a criminal offense. So I would spike the punch. And now Travis Trump, like he says that that is now a criminal offense. And man, I am torn between these two things, but spiking the punch seems much more like more, more me. So yeah, spiking the punch. All right. How about you, Brett? Well, it's, it's- it can be a little dangerous to Xerox your butt. Uh, you know, you can go through the glass and end up with a bunch of glass in your butt. Uh, so I, w- I would go with Spike the Punch because I would probably drink most of it, too. We, we could <laughs> totally share a cell. I yeah. love it. Not funny for other people. It's funny for yourself. <laughs> well, you could work on the next couple issues of the book while you're there, too. Why not? <laughs> out them scripts work oh. <laughs> all right last one i'm gonna do one more um let's see so uh would you rather and we're gonna start with greg this time uh this this actually kind of ties in ever so slightly with the book but would you rather be covered in bees or be covered in spiders oh man bees or oh, spiders geez. you're covered Jeez. You know, I, I would go. I would. Uh, I would go for bees if they were like leaving honey on me, because that would be delicious. <laughs> That's how that works. You know that means they're peeping would, on would, you, right? You know that. Yeah, means and that's great. That, like I just uh, all over you in your mouth, bees yeah. vomiting in your mouth. Yeah, what if yeah. they're wasps? Yeah, that's hot. Oh no, no, he said bees, not wasps. Wasps suck. All right, bumblebees. So North American bumblebees. Like, yeah, yeah. The the card specifically says bees. bees. North so, American bumblebees. So yeah, you can you can get those 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 chubby friendly bumblebees, um, yeah. But but yeah, yeah, bees are spiders. So you're all right, very good. So let's uh, uh, let's go back up to Travis then. Uh, bees are sp- specifically I go European spiders and honeybees. Well, I've done it before. What? I've been covered in European honeybees. They're they're fine. So yeah, no problem. All right. I hate spiders. That is. <laughs> That is not the answer I was expecting, but yeah, I almost got a beehive this year. If it, if COVID hadn't happened, I'd probably have a couple of beehives. Very cool. I've I've actually got um, a friend of mine that that got a beehive. I want to say like I don't know three, four, five months ago. Um, it was it was like you know how like some of us. Oh, you're cutting out, Mike. Have picked up. He he got into bees. I know next to nothing about it. But um, last time I was up at his, he's like, yeah, you see see that way over there. I'm like, yeah. He's like. Uh, that's where my beehive is. I'm like, cool. Uh, all right. <laughs> so I don't know <laughs> anything else beyond that. Uh, how about you, Brett? Bees or spiders? I, ca- I can't deal with spiders, so it'd have to be bees. 
So is I I, I wonder because I, I I sometimes see weird subtext in in the story of the comic. Is that is that why we're we're going with transdimensional uh, spider wizards? I mean, they uh, are the villains, so yes. <laughs> yeah. They're not like, wiz- Oh, but spiders are scary. Yeah. They're, they're, have you have you not like opened up a closet door and like giant spider you're not expecting or like flipped over a doghouse and like spiders because your hand is underneath it that like that is my childhood like memory and serious fear of like flipping over anything or going into a basement i just freaking hate them like this 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 store the back room travis has been here he, yeah. he knows the murder aka murder room where all the storage stuff goes i'm afraid that is spider heaven i i don't like to go back there without the lights on because, like, I know, I know for a fact, I'm gonna go back there one day. Giant ass spider follow me. Oh my gosh! Big as my hand. <laughs> I got, I got spooked uh, just looking up reference to draw the transdimensional spider wizards. So, like, I don't even like looking at pictures of them. <laughs> well, and I was gonna say, like, the like in your rendition of the of them, Brett, they they are sufficiently creepy. So I think I think your uh, reference paid off there because. Cool. All right. That has been selections from the pod decks. Would you rather deck that has uh, 50 unique conversation starting questions to help you take your podcast interviews to the next level and keep your audience entertained. Uh, Go to poddecks.com. And again, don't forget to use my discount code MSRP10 to receive 10% off. Um, Guys, this has been a tons of fun. Uh, Thanks for taking the time before, uh, before we get get out of here the starlight kickstarter but i know uh you guys got uh several other irons and several other fires um are there any other projects that uh that you want to call out um like i i know uh, uh travis and greg you got got various podcasting things brett i'm sure you've got tons of other stuff going on as well um uh what else you got going on let's uh let's start with brett well, uh, right now, uh, uh, just this week, issue two of 40 Seconds came out through Comixology Originals. I'm coloring that book with my friends uh, Jeremy Hahn and Christopher Mitten, and it's a it's a fun sci-fi book, kind of like uh, kind of like a, a little bit, you know, a little bit like a bit of Stargate with uh, with uh, some horror elements, and it's it's a fun it's a fun ride. Cool. And it's been it's been a blast to color over over uh, Chris and uh, you know switching gears around to not not just drawing but also also doing some coloring stuff and uh, you know that's what I got. Cool. It's awesome when you get to stretch different creative muscles. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, definitely. Cool. How about you, Travis? Um. Most of focus on Starlight. I am. I, I've started working on the next book project, uh, but you know, you don't want to say anything about it because I don't have like the Osborne effect. You know, start pitching a product that isn't happening yet when we still got five more issues to go. Right. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, I got another project lining up right now. We're still trying to figure out how we'll deal with that. I think uh, as we get closer to like issue six of Starlight, I'll start talking more about it. Fair enough. Now, I I don't know if I asked this as explicitly. Um, do you guys have a tentative schedule or at least kind of you're going to do the, uh, remaining Kickstarters for the, uh, other five issues of Starlight? Like, like, is it like a specific interval? Or are you shooting for dates? 
We're doing what we can at this okay. point. Like, you know, I mean, got it, we, got it. I mean, this issue would be out already if uh, if the first time we'd done the Kickstarter it had gone through. But we're looking at safely about, you know, at least three issues a year. You know, that's safely something that we can do and also make the book, but also do all the production behind it, shipping, printing, like all that's making the Kickstarter itself is a very time consuming thing. And, yeah. Uh, you know, we, we spend a lot of time behind the scenes just like on the Kickstarter part. And, and so, you know, it's easy to be like, well, as a publisher, you're supposed to do this many issues a year. But, you know, just, you know, doing this thing, uh, we're, we're looking at a, a safe a safe bet of about three issues a year. So we'll be wrapped up in uh, a little over two years from now mm-hmm. or a little less. Got it. Very cool. How about you, Greg? What uh, what you got going on? Well, uh, let's see. Uh, we got Junior Braves of the Apocalypse uh, still working on uh, book three. Uh, so the artist for that, Zach Lanner, is doing the art for that currently right now. So uh, we don't have a current uh, a current release date for that, obviously, because he's still working on the art. But, uh, you know, uh, when that does come out, we will or when, when we get closer to that, we'll be able to talk about that. But we do have a role playing uh, role playing game that has come out this summer in uh, in game stores so people can jump on that is the junior praise of the apocalypse uh survival guide and it's in line with the uh kids on bikes rule set so if you're a fan of kids <laughs> on bikes or the recently released uh kids on brooms it just falls right in line with those books and those game uh, those game rules so it's it's a really nice easy to use uh no barrier for who aren't uh gamers and stuff like that they could just kind of just pick up the book you don't even have to read junior praise of the apocalypse to to just want to play uh, a fun game uh, that centers around uh, trying to get through the apocalypse in your in your own neighborhood. Uh, so there's there's that. And as you, as you alluded to, uh, podcast. Uh, I do a podcast with my friend Saul and uh, and actually editor on this book, David Mayer. So Saul Perez and David Mayer and myself, we do Nerds from the Crypt, and it's a a horror podcast but we also talk about kickstarters and other other upcoming uh things that are out there for other social media or not social media i mean uh crowdfunding and then uh do the uh can i remember the name of the <laughs> funny book forensics with uh dan shevitt and we talk we basically just uh we talk like we used to when we were in high school and college about comic books <laughs> from a different perspective because we a little aged and have a have a little more uh knowledge about life and other things and then travis i'm surprised you didn't say anything we are well i was waiting for you <laughs> we always do the pitch on there to gunslingers so it's really good Narrative Gunslingers, where we we talk about your favorite, uh, we talk to we talk to your favorite creators uh, or new creators to you about their favorite inspiring. Oh man, it's been so long since we <laughs> recorded an episode. Uh, uh, <laughs> talk about their ins, uh, their inspiration, and uh, Travis shoots them down. I mean, uh, shoots them up. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm sorry. What? What is happening? Uh, a family program. Uh, Come on. No, no, no. Well, no. During, 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 uh, during narrative gunslingers, basically, uh, we have a uh, we have a creator come on and talk about their favorite story that got them got them working in the creator in, uh, be it uh, writing, art, uh, podcasting, whatever it is, uh, cosplay, anything like that that got them into whatever it is that they do. And uh, Travis and I talk about the narrative that go coincides with that story that they brought to us and. Uh, Travis likes to find holes and shoots them 
it's a nice way of deconstructing that usually makes the guest yeah. guests never want to be on the show again. There or, you go. Or brings or brings them back so that they can <laughs> they can talk to us about their favorite thing even more uh, more um, vibrantly and fervently. You know, uh, take on the Travis yeah. challenge. We have a few. We, we're actually going to be recording some um, uh, more uh, more episodes where we have guests coming back to do those types of things. Uh, we had a couple of guests talk about uh, Dune uh, in the past, and we want to have those guests uh, two two guests come back to to do a, a um, uh, two different guest takes on the story because they had two nice. different opinions, and it was really cool. And we want to see what what will happen nice. in the narrative. Like your showdown two, street. I mean, uh, <laughs> two guests, too furious. I love it. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, so Travis and Greg will just sit back and <laughs> let them fight. Yeah, let them fight. <laughs> but, but we've had we've had some, we've had some fun stuff uh, happen on there, and we actually uh, from the last Kickstarter, we actually had backers back at the the podcast level to be guest with us to to co-host uh, for for a portion of the show with. Uh, some of the folks be able to ask questions and stuff like that of, of our guests. So we're going to be recording those episodes as well. So. Oh, how fun. That's, that's yeah. awesome. Very cool. All right, guys. Well, like, a, like I said before, the, this is an absolute blast. I, I love kicking it with you all and, and getting caught up. So I, I'm really excited for uh, uh, future Kickstarters and, you know, for making this uh, kind of an ongoing thing. It's always a, uh, it's always a blast, but, uh, but be folks know, um, well, I guess where we can find the Starlight Kickstarter out on the internet and social medias, and then uh, by extension of that, how we can connect with you guys on the internet and on uh, the social medias and any uh, any other last uh, plugs uh, that you want to get out there that we might not have uh, talked about already. Floor is yours. Well, I was going to real quick. I'll just do the StarlightKickstarter.com. S T A R L I T E kickstarter.com take you right to issue two and that 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 domain name will be used for every kickstarter going forward so it'll always lead right. you to the current kickstarter for the current issue greg brett uh you can find me at that amazing twit and gk wordsmith both on uh on twitter and uh, uh that amazing twit on the uh the instagrams gk wordsmith on tiktok uh so if you like the, the tiktoks and the fun videos and all that other stuff uh, you'll see me doing stuff for for Starlight, you'll see me doing stuff for Junior Braves. You'll see me doing stuff for the Retro Emporium. Um, and most likely, if you want to see me in person, you can come down to the Retro Emporium, downtown Kent. <laughs> and you should go there right now, because if you look through the door right now, you'll you'll hear uh, the doorbell go off. So. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> bong, bong, bong. Oh. Yeah. Uh, how about you, Brett? Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Brett Weldley, W-E-L-D-E-L-E. You can also find uh, my watercolor prints on Etsy. Uh, just search my name. And, uh, yeah. Very and cool. comicology. <laughs> you can buy One Fall and uh, 40 Seconds. Uh, any, uh, any parting thoughts? Buy our comic or die. <laughs> there it is. May not or include... We die. We die. There it is. You, you live, die, repeat. I guess I don't. I, I am mixing up my uh, my metaphors here. All right. Well, it's it has been real. It has been fun, but our time runs out. Uh, again, thank you guys so much for uh, hanging out all this extra time, and we will catch you somewhere down the way. 
And that will do it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. And if you want to listen to my past shows, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, or wherever else you listen to your podcasts. And you can always check out the full show archive out on SoundCloud. And tune in to the After Hours live stream every Monday night at 8 Pacific Time on Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook Live. Like, share, rate, and review the show. Let us know what you'd like and what you'd like to hear more of in the future. Mike Seibert Radio is produced by Poddex. For my guests, Brett, Travis, and Greg, the creators of Starlight, my name is Mike, this has been Mike Seibert Radio, and until next time, wear a mask, wash your hands, and make good choices. You've been listening to the Mike Seibert Radio Podcast. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching at Mike Seibert Radio. Email us at MikeCybertRadio at gmail.com. The spelling on that, of course, is S-E-I-B-E-R-T. Call into the voicemail hotline at 231-224-MIKE. Once again, that's 231-224-6453. Special thanks to Michael Geisler for our theme music. For more like it, check out ByDoorMusic.com. This has been a Mike Seibert Radio Production. All right. Later. Goodbye, Internet. Do you, are you sure you want to finish the stream? Yeah. I will hit OK. <laughs> Goodbye.